Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and recruitment professionals out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Sim Samra from Recruitee. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Welcome to our podcast. Today, I'm joined by Magda. She's the head of communications at Remote Tao. And today we'll be discussing how to build, scale, and lead a team of remote workers. So Magda, welcome. Why don't you begin by telling us who Remote How are and what you do there? Hello, everyone. It's great to be here and having this beautiful conversation around remote work. I've been uh, working with uh, remote teams for two years now as a part of Remote How. As a company, we are essentially an educational platform that is powered and built by a community of leaders of different distributed teams and remote teams, hybrid teams, all shapes and sizes. And uh, we like to think of ourselves as an online campus where you get to meet and grow and network with other remote professionals from all, all around the world. We have different skilling programs there that teach you how to better manage, how to better work remotely, how to better organize your day, how to better manage human resources in an organization. And all of these programs are built and co-delivered by different experts from remote companies who have been doing this for years. So it's not only me or my colleagues from Remote How talking about remote work. We actually get the best practices from all around the world from different companies. And aside from facilitating the educational programs, uh, as you mentioned, I'm also in charge of communication marketing for the whole company. So I run different online events. I help to nurture our community of wonderful students. And it's been two years already of an amazing journey with remote work. Excellent. What are some of the main challenges for recruiters uh, as we go through this global health crisis? And what do you think can help them at this time? Well, that's a question probably for um, a full day workshop, I'd say. But um, I think, first of all, that the biggest challenge that probably a lot of recruiters are facing now trying to transfer to an online word and online interviews is all the logistics and technology challenges that can come up with it you know like things like how do we make sure that my audio and video are clear how do I appear as a professional uh, while I'm sitting in home my kids are running around and you know I might not be as focused as I would be in a typical recruitment setup Uh, How do I take notes and do not appear as I'm checking my inbox at the same time? So I think that's one of the biggest challenges. Technology is an enabler. It has to be there, right? So you can perform your uh, job successfully. 
So I've heard a lot of teams and professionals are, are struggling now with that. For me, it's something I take for granted. I have been using video calls for a couple of years now. So I feel very uh, comfortable using this technology and just appearing online. But I know for many people, this is a challenge and it takes practice to get used to it. So that would be the first thing. Second, definitely, how do we communicate successfully with candidates, making sure that both sides are well informed? You know, when practicing in office recruitment, probably you, as an experienced recruiter, you have already faced like all kinds of weird situations or um, potential pitfalls, challenges, roadblocks, questions your um, candidates may ask you. And so you're now prepared for them, let's say, with an invite for an interview, you would um, get all the necessary information about like parking um, spots or like uh, how to best arrive to your office, you know, things like that. In a remote environment, these are, uh, you know, uncharted waters. Uh, you, you don't really know what can happen. For example, making it very clear whether it's a video call or audio call, you know, things like that. Like maybe time zone issues you should take into consideration. So really thinking through the communication with a candidate and making sure that you try to be one step ahead of them and make sure that everything is very clear. Uh, so that would be second challenge. And third, that is, again, related with transferring to remote work would be how do we test all these soft skills, all these uh, things related to emotional inter intelligence, for example? How do we test for a company culture fit when we don't have the comfort of being with someone in the same room? observing their uh, body language, you know, reading just behind the lines. That's very important for many recruiters. So how do we make sure that we actually also take this into consideration while recruiting remotely? So these three things I'd say would probably be the biggest challenges for many recruiters now. Yeah, just um, talking on from the culture fit challenge you mentioned you know, there's a lot of remote companies out there who uh, on their careers page, for instance, will explain their remote working policies and how they operate so that at least when candidates show an interest in the company, they know exactly what to expect. So that in turn means that there's candidates who are applying who would think that they're a good fit for that particular company, you know, so just even having information available to candidates beforehand so that they can make a call to say, I actually think I'm a good fit for this, their remote working policies work for me, is one way to overcome that barrier. I know a lot of uh, remote companies do this quite well. And uh, as a result, they manage to attract the right talent, especially in times like these. But yeah, you, you came up with a very interesting point there around culture fit. What you're saying is actually an opportunity for learning. If you're new to remote work, going to career pages uh, or internal blogs of the companies who have been doing this for years, it's definitely a great source of knowledge. How can recruiters who are new to remote working and hiring build up their teams and still keep them motivated and productive moving forward? There are many things that you should take into consideration. And, and first of all would be 
I get a lot of questions these days, like, how do we replace, you know, happy hours or, you know, like all these fun social events? Because for some reason, a lot of people think this is what's the most important for to keep the company culture and to keep the morale of a team. But in a particular situation that we are in now with a COVID outbreak, I think what's most important is to make sure that you ensure psychological safety for all your team members. So uh, you provide an inclusive space where everyone uh, is able to speak up, share their hopes, fears, emotions. And when everyone just feels safe to experiment with this new working situation. So if you don't have this covered non extra motivational uh, techniques you might be applying in the office will work. So that is definitely first thing to try to build a very inclusive, very open working space where people feel free to speak up. When it comes to productivity, again, this might be a challenge for many because it's hard to translate all in-office practices to remote work. And many people, just by their nature, they are motivated by others overseeing their work and by the uh, typical office environment to get things done. Where we lose this framework, this structure, we're used to it. For many, it's just very hard to organize themselves while working from home. As a manager, I'd say try to help your team to build some kind of framework, some kind of structure. Um, maybe it would be by introducing daily check-ins where everyone starts the day with saying, what are you working on today and what are you hoping to achieve? Maybe it's through introducing time boxing where everyone has to assign um, particular time in the calendar for different tasks throughout the day. This kind of things would help the team to create a new working structure throughout the day and, and just keep everyone grounded a little bit and, and help to adjust to a new situation. Do you have any specific tips that you can share on how talent managers can build up their knowledge of remote culture to support new recruits and their current employees? Well, I think we've mentioned one wonderful source earlier. So going to blogs or career pages of companies who have been doing uh, remote work for years, you can just Google phrases like 100 top remote companies and you would find many wonderful examples. My personal favorite would be probably Zapier, Buffer, Hotjar, Envision. Mm-hmm. Uh, these companies are very openly sharing like how do they maintain their culture, uh, what kind of experiments in terms of management they're um, running and what are the outcomes. So that's definitely a great source of knowledge. When it comes to remote culture and how does it differ from in-office culture, Whatever issues you've had earlier, they will probably just scale in a remote environment where you don't have everyone in, in the structure and framework they use. So uh, paying attention to that is very important. And I think it just starts with you know checking in with your employees, asking them what are the challenges they're facing, what, are, what they would like to work on, and then just looking on appropriate resources to address these uh, challenges that you would hear from your employees. There are plenty of resources out there online. 
company blogs being one of them, remote how, <laughs> so what we're doing. And, and there are also other companies who have been working in educating about remote work. And so, of course, it, it's our mission, it's our job to post a lot of free resources to educate the market because it's in our best interest. So once you really tackle what it is that you need to educate your workforce on, I'm sure you'll find the answers online. What can help talent managers keep their employees connected to each other during remote working? That again starts with psychological safety and and making sure that, you know, everyone feels empowered to speak up and, and be vulnerable in front of each other. One of the things I'm always recommending is to be very transparent with how we're working, what we're doing. And that again can be empowered by check-ins or by sharing openly our calendars, our thoughts and things like that. And I think the transparency, the joint accountability for our goals, this is what makes people connected, not the fancy meetings or perks, you know, that we sometimes we feel that they are the ground for connectivity between employees, whereas it's it's really how we work together. Do you have any specific insights and actionable tips for recruiters who are having a tough time managing their works and teams remotely at the moment? I'm always saying this, and I'm using this uh, oxygen mask rule and remote work for all the managers who are struggling because very often the struggle comes within ourselves. So we are not able to organize our day. We are not able to prioritize some things. And on top of that, we allow others to push their responsibilities on us. And we try to be, you know, very supportive by taking over the tasks that should be uh, completed by people who report to us. So an oxygen mask rule says you have to, Put the mask on yourself first and then you can help, you know, your, your children or others who might be in need, right? And I think the same applies to managers. First, you need to be able to organize your own work, even if that means, you know, taking maybe a day or two to get things together, put things together, reassess the processes you're using, the tools you're using, but really take that time to organize your workspace in a virtual environment and really protect your time for deep work and teach your team to do the same. In in remote work, it's very easy to prioritize being communi- like staying communicated via ad hoc messaging on Slack or any other app you're using uh, that doesn't really matter. But we prioritize this ad hoc messages and interrupting into each other's work. And then, you know, poof, eight hours of work goes by and you end up thinking, I have accomplished nothing. And that's actually a reality for many people. So really, first of all, structuring your working day and then trying to work with your team members how to structure their work saving the time for deep work and the tasks that you have to deliver, the tasks that are really moving your work forward, not just 
messaging or um, or hopping from one meeting to another that just kills the time. And yeah, I think that's that's something that can help many people now to get going and and, and find themselves in in a new reality. So good time management is essential during this time. And just generally, actually, come to think of it. Yeah, but um, when you think about it, it's not, you know, some people would um, disagree that you can manage the time. You can manage a lot of things like your focus, your energy. And I think that's more about managing this kind of things. Like, where do I put my time into? How do I manage my energy during the day? While working remotely, you have the privilege of actually noticing that and planning your day accordingly. So let's say if I am always down after my lunchtime, I'm low on energy, I can take a break then and then maybe get more things done during morning and evening. So that's something you can experiment with. But again, that's another level of working on consciously working with how you spend your energy and time. First thing first, try to have some structure and organize your day. Structuring your day helps a lot in this process. And it's one of the few things we actually have control of is our time uh, in a very uncontrollable uh, global situation. So um, keep that in mind. I have one last question for you. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about the remote human resources program uh, that you guys run and how it's already benefited your community? One of our most successful programs that we have launched last year was for managers of distributed teams. And we have realized throughout the time that actually we have a lot of HR professionals joining this program because they're willing to learn more about how to introduce remote work in their organizations or how to improve some of the aspects of running a flexible workspace. And so we decided to launch a dedicated program for HR uh, specialists that's called Certifying in Remote Human Resources. Essentially, is six weeks online program where you can learn how to manage remote workforce in an organization where we will start with a big picture, so how to build and shape a culture that is inclusive, that it's remote friendly and how to organize something so hardly tangible like culture. Then we move to things like how to actually plan the workforce and how to get the talents, the remote talents, so how to attract, assess, recruit on board and then retain remote uh, workers and we're finishing up with legal aspects of remote work so how to address a remote contract that's by the way big challenge mm-hmm. how to uh, make sure that you're complying with all the data security and things like that so uh, it's six weeks of knowledge around uh, remote work for people who are overseeing it in an organization it's both e-learning with video and written materials that you can access at your own pace, at your own time, uh, plus uh, virtual meetings where we either do webinars or uh, Q&A sessions. So far, uh, the feedback we've got from the program is amazing. I don't think there is one similar program currently available on the market. 
And uh, I think that the great sign for its uniqueness and quality is that we got approved by HR Certification Institute and we are now recognized to offer recertification credits. Excellent. Well, Magda, we're out of time. So I just want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.